Hello, I'm so glad you clicked on this podcast and then decided to listen to this episode. Stay tuned till the end and you might even hear a little story from me. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Anyway, guys, I hope you really enjoy my podcast. I'm really new at this, so yeah, let us see. Anyway, this episode is Skinwalker. Let's begin. Skinwalker. Is the term Skinwalker familiar to you? Well, Skinwalker or Yi Naldushai in Navajo means he who walks on all fours. Skinwalkers can take the pelt or skin of any animal they want, if they have the skin of it, to turn into that animal. They can do this for people, but it's more complicated, so they choose the animal way most of the time. Skinwalkers can easily be identified, however. If you see a deer with elongated legs, sharp horns, it's bipedal and it's running. This could be a skinwalker. If you see a person on the side of the road, running on all fours, extremely weird, and you see their eyes and they're blood red, this could be a skinwalker. So, now you know maybe what the image of a skinwalker could be. Let's talk about their neutral form. The neutral form of skinwalker is usually just a gray figure or pale. These figures are the ones that usually tap at the windows or call your voice. Yes, I said call your voice. Skinwalkers can call in your voice. They can call in anyone you know's voice to try to lure you to them. Skinwalkers will not break into your house, okay? They they won't. Like, the only way a skinwalker could really get in is if they if the door is unlocked okay and they want it to but usually a skinwalker's intention is different than this they really love just playing around with with the people they are trying to you know kind of attack they just enjoy it and the fear you give them is they become way more stronger so rather than going in and just taking care of you then they will scare you so they become stronger and it's harder and harder to resist the urge to meet the skinwalker Skinwalkers are very, very common nowadays in the, like, cryptid world. Um, they used to be, back when I first learned about them three or two years ago, two or three years ago, I should say, they were very hidden, very hidden. So the rise of popularity has been a little surprising, and especially the rise of these stories. There's one thing almost all these stories have in common. Bipedal animals... Weird gray figures, name-calling, window-tapping, and glowing eyes. That's something almost all these stories have in common. And another thing is a overwhelming fear, terror. You just feel fly or flight any second you're in there. Another thing that can ward you to really know the skinwalker is there, then that is a sense. The bad scent is a bad omen in Navajo. And another thing is apparently talking about the skinwalker is a bad, bad thing to do. Because skinwalkers will try to find you. They will be more attracted to you, I should say, if you talk about them more, say the name skinwalker more. That's why most natives hate speaking about them. Most natives won't even talk to skinwalkers about outsiders. We'll talk about outsiders, about skinwalkers, I should say, rather than, you know, what I said. Um, Like I said, I am new to this podcasting, so I'm stumbling a little, and plus I don't have a script. So anyway, back to the thing. I, myself, am Novo and Cherokee, so these creatures are really close to my heart, and they really roam around the Midwest. The Midwest is kind of where they live, Arizona, Utah, probably Texas.
they're around that area, but they can travel. Okay, people are like, oh, they can't travel. They can turn into coyote and run across all the states because skinwalkers are very agile and fast. They are very large beings. They are usually very skinny, but I don't think a skinwalker would be up north, however. If you see something that you think is a skinwalker up north by the Great Lakes or somewhere like that, then it's most likely a wendigo. A wendigo, I can't really talk about it right now because this is a skinwalker episode, but I'll make another episode on wendigo and talk about it then. Skinwalkers are trying to really get the Navajo people, that is what I've heard, because they are shaman who have decided to take on the form of this thing and to try to torture the people. Um, why does shaman do this? I'm not sure. But another thing that can be, that can transform people into skinwalkers is that a skinwalker can select somebody, I'm pretty sure. Then there's a ritual and a whole crime scene or whatever. People can also somehow do stuff, but you have to be really, really native or shaman. Uh, you can't just be a normal person and say, oh, I want to be a skinwalker. This doesn't work. Um, even if it did, I no one would want to be a skinwalker. The shaman becomes skinwalkers most of the time because the dark, um, the dark spirits or another skinwalker persuades them to. They're like, yes, as a skinwalker, you can get so many advantages. You can get infinite food. You can do all this, but it's a trap. Anyway, there are so many legends of the skinwalker. And one of them is the tale of the coyote, which is very old. But coyote is a trickster. So a coyote automatically relates to a skinwalker, which is also a trickster-like thing. The tale of the coyote is a very nice um, story. I'll read it eventually. Maybe on the next podcast. Maybe the story doesn't exactly relate to a skinwalker. But I just think there are some similarities about the trickster coyote. So, yeah. Another thing is that there is a website called r slash skinwalkers. No, I am not sponsored, but yes, I do think you guys should check it out. It is a very, very good site to find stories and encounters and pictures and videos and drawings of skinwalkers or similar creatures. So, I have had a few experiences with skinwalkers alone and with um, my cousin and with my friends. One of them, I will tell you right now. This story I like to call, it's a double whammy. So there's two stories in one. But here is the story of the thing that calls my name, as I like to call it. So, here goes another thing. It was around evening, and it was in summer, a while back. Me and my cousin were walking up and down the street. I live by a forest separated by a river. So this was kind of strange, but we heard... We heard our voices being called from the forest line, the edge of the forest. And so we went towards it, not really knowing what to do. And that is when we see we see it. There's a deer bipedal. A bipedal deer. A freaking bipedal deer just there. And it was staring at us. This thing had very red eyes. It's you could just tell it had really very bad intentions, intentions, not intentions, intentions, and it just wanted to hurt us or something like that. So as we got more and more entitled to this thing, it got more and more powerful, I feel, because the fear 
the fear can add up. The fear is what a skinwalker wants. They want fear. They want your fear to get more powerful because that is how they gain power and traction in their world. They need fear. They need the animal skins. They need souls. They need. They really do need fear, though. So this is a whole bad thing for us because we're just sitting here being extremely scared of this thing. And this thing is getting more powerful every time I shake, okay? Anyway, it takes um, a step towards us and another. It's walking, but not walking. You know when, like, a toddler walks, it's... Not very smooth, it's just, like, shaky and jaggedy, it's just really bad. So, anyway, this was the first thing that really alerted me, because I was just thinking, oh, it's a deer, two legs. But once I started walking, I was like, "Mm mm-mm, we ain't doing that, so we ran inside. Then we went back out later. Now, this one was just what really scared me, actually. There was, it was dark, right? Right. There we heard screaming. Me and my cousin both heard children and people just screaming. So we were like, oh, it's a party or something. And we look in this little passage that goes right by a house. And in the street light is a dog. This dog had a sandy collared pelt. Its eyes were really sunken in, but they were, they were, I can remember very vividly, they were orange. And apparently, according to the Skinwalker ranking charts, um, or, uh, White is like a new skinwalker. Yellow is like an apprentice, I guess. Um, orange is some a skinwalker that's been a skinwalker for a while, and red is like a very powerful one. So it's a, it was a it was a pretty good skinwalker right there. It was an orange, and so at this moment, I just was like, oh crap, crap, crap! And I thought it was a dog until it turned around. It whipped its head, its neck, I should say, around so fast, I couldn't I couldn't do it. Like it was just like. Anyway, if someone or a dog did that, their neck would be broke, okay? Their neck would be broke. Your neck would not be allowed to do that. It's just, it's not possible for a human to do that. The way this thing just quickly snatched its neck. It it could, it should have gave it a whiplash. I don't know how it did it. Then it looked us dead in the eye and started growling, I guess. It was like... That was a bad uh, reputation, but it was a growl, snarl, really, like, peed-off thing. So, we ran inside, and that night we heard, we heard tapping at our window. So, we switched bedrooms, and tapping's gone. Apparently, it's stupid enough to think we're at the same window. We're still in that bedroom. But me and my cousin left to the other bedroom, and we were both just cowering under the blankets, and eventually we fell asleep. Now, the next morning, it was 5 in the morning. Maybe four thirty, four thirty to five in the morning, and me and my cousin got in the car because we were going somewhere for a little vacation, right? Right. So my mom and dad are still inside, and they tell us to get in the car and you know lock the door. So we forgot to lock the door of the car, but we were in there just chilling. And my cousin looks at me and she's like, "Hey, scorched, look over there." And I was like, "What?" And we both see it. It's a gray, pale figure, like um, an ash, I should say, an ash figure, sitting, well, not sitting, but standing there with the fence. It's holding onto the fence with, like, one of its claw hand things, and the other one is kind of waving in a jerky motion. It has a very sick smile. The points of teeth are just horrible, and I could see antlers on its head. This thing took another shape, 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 took another shape, stepped towards me 
towards us, and then my mom came out. She yelled, but not because she saw it, because she was excited that we were going on vacation. She literally saved our lives because we were going on vacation. Anyway, nothing else happened when we got back, but sometimes, occasionally, I can hear things calling my name. Anyway, that is today's episode. I hope you guys got in informed on the skinwalker and i'll see you guys in the forest Ooh.